This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and joining me this week, as always, is Ryan Smith. Ryan, how was your weekend? It was uh, pretty chill. It was pretty chill. We hung out at the house. Uh, didn't really do much. I've been, again, I've been grinding out Destiny, uh, so I've been on that. I've been playing Kakarot. Uh, I didn't really deviate uh, too much from my gameplay. Um, it, it's been busy, though, work-wise, uh, so I've been out and about uh, doing uh, doing uh, some real estate shoots and, and things like that, so it, it's a nice balance. Things are going to kind of cool off here tomorrow when the episode drops, so I, I'm, I'm excited to get a little bit of, I wouldn't per se say downtime uh but uh you know a little time where my mind's not just constantly working uh how was your weekend my friend good just staying indoors not going outside in the million degree heat that it felt like it was here uh i'm gonna be perfectly honest with you though most of this weekend i was just spent in anticipation of today because i am super 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 hyped for this game and Ryan and I are very excited to welcome a super special guest this week. Sandra Saad is joining us, who is Kamala Khan in Marvel's Avengers game out September 4th. Thank you so much for joining us, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me. I love Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a lot of people kind of got their first look at the game over the weekend through the beta. And Sandra, we're just going to jump right into this interview because we know everybody just wants to hear more about this game. Take me back to the beginning. And what was the audition process like for this? And what was it like to find out that you had landed this role? Lucas, what a mystery. Um, <laughs> I When I first auditioned, I had no idea what I was auditioning for. As you can imagine, um, Marvel is like pretty secretive with their scripts, right? Especially mm-hmm. to like, you know, people they don't know coming into audition. So I didn't know it was a Marvel project. I didn't know it was a video game. I didn't know Kamala, it was Kamala Khan. I didn't know anything. Um, so come to my surprise when I did land the role and they told me that I was playing Miss Marvel on Marvel's Avengers, I was so blown away. Um, and the more I got to read about her, the more I fell in love with her and the more I got to read about her from her fans, um, the more I fell in love with them too. So Kamala's got a very strong background, although much shorter than the other characters, but she's quite special. When you were originally auditioning then, did you get 
a script from the game with like different names or was it just a total like red herring? Um, well, I, yes, you do get a script of just, you know, the conversation between, mm-hmm. you know, two characters or whatever. And then a third walks in and then, but they change all the names. So it could be anybody. And I had no clue that, you know, you know, I was talking to Thor in one scene or that I was talking to Banner in one scene. So um, what I did know, though, is that this character did have some internal struggles that I was really interested in delving into. And she was quirky and she was fun and she was effervescent. And um, I, I wanted to play her despite whoever she is. I loved her for who she was. I've got to say, you know, with especially within the the Marvel universe, for them to come on with this game and Kamala to be a, a main protagonist here, uh, you know what I mean? I, I feel like that's like I love the fact that they're opening up that world and they're showing us other characters. Not, you know, they don't necessarily have to start in the big budget uh, films and whatnot because they're doing that same thing and that that whole cinematic universe uh, uh, and and gaming and and the the films and whatnot what as far as with that character what would you say you relate most to uh with kamala let's see how many things are there um (laughs) i think for me there's that excitability of doing what you love right like my whole life i've been wanting to be on a project like this and I never thought I'd be the lead, uh, you know, a main protagonist amongst heroes. Um, so I think there is that very strong parallel between Kamala and myself. Um, you know, she's a newbie uh, amongst all of her superheroes. And, you know, me, it's my first time walking onto a mocap stage amongst superheroes of video games like Troy Baker and Nolan North. And yeah, for me, it's just, it's just that, like, being a new hero amongst <laughs> all these awesome veteran heroes that everyone already knows. You know, as you just touched on, an amazing cast just top to bottom here with this game. Did they teach you anything or did you learn something from them from this process that you're going to take forward with your career going going on from here? I think just their grace was really solid for me. I, you know did some research on them before I showed up with them. They send me the cast list probably the day before or something. Like I didn't, I didn't know uh, until right before. And so of course the night before I can't, I can't sleep. I'm Googling everyone, <laughs> Troy Baker. And uh, you know, Troy Baker has like 300 credits. And then, you know, <laughs> Travis William, I was like, am I in the wrong place? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you guys make a mistake? <laughs> um, but I show up. And of course, like with anybody who, you know, you're going to be thrown into a world with all of these people who've done this a zillion times. You expect them to be a certain way. And let me tell you, like, they're so cool and graceful and like giving with their time and and excited to work with me and work with my experiences, whether they were in comedy or music or film or wherever I came from, they they loved kind of treating me as like their little cub or whatever. And, and it was just exciting to, to be with each other and to work with each other. And, and, you know, I didn't feel like a newbie when I was working with them. I felt like like we were just like coworkers there for a common goal to, to tell a great story and to make great art uh, for gamers and, and for 
for anyone who wants to enjoy it. You know, it, it's interesting because what I find fascinating about your character is all the other main characters have seen um, other people portray them in other mediums. And for a lot of people, this might be their first introduction to uh, Kamala. What do you hope they take away from your character? And when you were doing your research, what was essential about her character that you felt had to be there? So when I first got my hands on the comics, I kind of went nuts. I was like, I'm going to read all, all of them. I'm going to read all of them by next week. <laughs> um, but of course, like, that's not smart. Like I wanted, I, I, I think I rushed myself too quick. And um, I was quickly reminded, like, take your time. Like, there's no rush. Like, we've got a couple years on this. Like, enjoy, enjoy your time with the art. Enjoy your time with, you know, with every panel and um, with, you know, there's like different illustrators on, on different editions. So like, I, I really took my time there and I, I took my time getting to know like her character DNA, the way Sana and Willow, the, the original creators, uh, meant for her. It was, it was just important for me to stay as true to the character as I know that her, that her fans already love. Like she's, she's got fans and like, I want to do them justice. Right. But at the same time, we are creating a new game. We are creating Crystal Dynamics version of Kamala. Um, for me, you know, we did carry over her character DNA in that she's excitable. She's like young and spunky and she's a fangirl. Like she loves these Avengers more than anything. And I can relate to that. Like I got <laughs> I got heroes. Like who, else, who doesn't have heroes? Um, so I think just carrying over that that twinkle in her eye that you see in every, in every comic, uh, like, just like how wide eyed she is and about everything just, it carries over so easily. And I, I hope that, you know, the, the people who read the comics, um, love her in the game just as much. Yeah. I love, you know, for me too, especially, uh, you know, in, in today's world and stuff like that, just seeing, uh, such a diverse cast of characters being able to see them on the big screen and stuff like that there's so many different people around the world uh that not only can relate to just enjoying comics or comics and and the art or you know things like that but then being able to see these superheroes that hey this person looks like me or you know what i mean like it it it, it means so much it does um i you know i never grew up with a hero that i could fully relate to um, I always, I always knew where I wanted my life to go. I have always known that I'm an artist and I care so passionately about, about acting and, and uh, about music. And I, you know, when watching TV, I didn't really have someone who looked like me that I could look up to. In fact, um, the people that I did look up to, I, I feel like it could only go so far before I'm, I'm not able to, you know, um, relate anymore or empathize anymore. And it's hard because you feel like it's not for you, you know, like I'm a big TV girl and I've always been <laughs> like, yeah. you know, when I was like four or whatever, like I had to be home at a certain time, reminding my mom, like I had to watch these shows at a certain time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I didn't have anyone who looks like me. And so I never, I never imagined that I could be, uh, playing a superhero. I could be like the lead in a project that, that never hit me. And even now I'm still kind of trying to snap myself out of it, that it's happening. 
Like this is like snap yourself out of thinking that this isn't possible because it is. And it's, 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 it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you said that you're, that, that you watch a lot of TV. Did you ever watch the new Battlestar Galactica series? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. You need to do, you need to, I'm telling you, you will thank me later. When you okay. find time, go through the new Battlestar Galactica series. All right. Write it yes, down. Yes, it is. It is fantastic. One of the best shows I think of all time. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I've like seen some episodes when I was younger or whatever, but right. I have a tendency to rewatch like The Office and Parks and Rec. <laughs> so oh my goodness. Yeah. I love The Office. Favorite, <laughs> maybe one of my top five favorite shows ever. It's got to be. It's got to be. Right? <laughs> you know, speaking to the diversity there, I know that there's been a lot of great feedback. Do you, Does that, when you started seeing some of that feedback of, of people reaching out to you and, you know, giving people a hero that they might not have seen before and somebody to look up to, what what is that like to hear that and kind of see that that feedback start to trickle in? Honestly, it's amazing. Um, I've... Last year at New York Comic Con, um, I got to meet some fans and, you know, who just seen the trailer and like just kind of heard my voice and like seen my mocap work on that trailer. And already they were fans. And um, I had a couple people come up to me at Comic Con and and tell me how much that really means to them. And I understand because I, I feel the same way. If I if I wasn't playing Kamala Khan, I'd be right there, too. Um, it's Truly, truly, it's amazing that you don't you don't know that how much you can resonate with a character until it happens, until you have someone that you can relate to. Um, Yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. And, you know, if it weren't for all the stuff happening right now, like we'd we'd be doing more cons. I'd be meeting more people in person. Um, But I I really I really hope to see to see more of them and to, to connect with more of these people that that um, Kamala's involvement has has really influenced because so far it's been really special. Well, I feel like, too, like, you know, speaking of the situation that we're in right now, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, companies and, and, and really it's really put a spotlight on this digital digital world and the digital age that we really are in. Uh, have you done any kind of or do you other than this, because obviously we're doing video here as well. Uh, but do you have any kind of uh, not necessarily projects, but like maybe a convention in the future or something that you're going to be doing, kind of utilizing this technology? I think all of what I've personally been doing with the, with this time and the technology that, you know, 2020 has afforded us, um, aside from, so this, this really is all I've been doing, uh, with, with regard to, uh, you know, this project, all these like wonderful interviews that I'm able to have with like people in Vegas and like people in France. And that's been really nice. Um, but for me personally, I'm, I'm working on an, an album with my band and thankfully my, my bandmate lives right next door and we have access to our studio still. And um, that's been really nice. We've been honing in on that. Um, and like I, I do comedy, too. So I've been working on that as well. And just kind of like making my own like funny little stuff here and there. But um, so, yeah, it's, it's been it's been kind of nice to to take that time to re- be creative in, in my own way. Uh, but still missing real people, man. Missing real people. Yeah. in front of me. <laughs> yep. You know, with the release of Avengers now just a couple weeks away now that we're right up against it what's the feeling like at this stage in the game when when a game that so many people are excited for is, is right around the corner 
I, it's cool. Like it's cool going online and seeing that this project that I'm working on is trending (laughs) and it's fun seeing like how the different actors are, are taking it. It's fun. Like listening to Troy talk about this project. It's fun listening to Nolan talk about this project and oh my gosh, for me, it's been so fun to see the release of Modoc. Like, I, I've been waiting for that to happen, like, <laughs> since the day that I worked with the actor who plays Modoc. And that's been oh, one of my favorite things about this project. So, like, watching people's, like, reactions to Modoc. Uh, I forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Is there another hero that you would like to see join the game in the future? Hmm. I'm going to not answer that one. (laughs) I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to say stuff I shouldn't. So I'm going to let that. I'm going to let that be in your. (laughs) I want to see Wolverine. I want to see Wolverine. Make it happen. (laughs) <laughs> okay that would be I'll awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll take notes <laughs> you know it, it's fun because from what we've seen uh kamala obviously plays a, a critical and a central role in the narrative is there something about her character that you would like to explore if given the chance going forward that maybe you didn't get to take a, as deep of a dive into now hmm i feel like there's so much to explore with kamala's relationships um, with like other Avengers that that like we may not have seen play out as much. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's got so much in common with so many Avengers and or you know with like a bunch of characters and uh, yeah, like right now in the beta especially, you're probably seeing a lot of her interactions with uh, Bruce Banner, uh, mm-hmm. which you'll see play out and uh, yeah, I think. I think just showing all of those different sides of her and how she can relate to everyone really shows how relatable she can be uh, to all kinds of people. If you could meet a real life hero in person and team up with them, who would that be? Jack White. <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh. Very I love nice. him so much. I might, <laughs> I might ask him to marry me, but like that's on another level. Uh, <laughs> he's my favorite musician of all time right now. Also, like Frank Zappa is another one of my favorites. Um, this there's this woman named Don McCarthy of a band called Fawn Fables, and like Fawn Fables is also like one of my favorite bands of all time, and. I've met her and we sing together. So like that's oh. already a really cool team up. Oh, uh, man. So yeah. There you go. So now yeah. we just got to get the uh, duet with Jack White going, right? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Lucas. Make it happen. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. No, we 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 are on it. We are. I am taking my notes. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, I, I, I gotta ask, did you ever see, you know, as far as I know, you know, you've been acting and, and did you ever see your, this, this career kind of blossoming into the video game space? Are you a gamer yourself? Do you game at all? Or, or, uh, is this just like more of a, you know, taking on that role and then you just kind of as a project, you know, project to project, you know, kind of differs. I'm learning more and more about gaming as we go along. Like I used to play a lot when I was way younger. um, And then now stuff has like advanced so quickly. And I Mm -hmm. feel like 
if I really like stuck with it, um, then like I when I go into something like I go in hard, like I would not have had time, I feel like to like do my music and, you know, of like focus on my acting and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. I do touch it. I do here and there uh, touch in with gaming. But um, I did not foresee my career to to like jump so quickly into gaming like this. Um what a treat it has been. Like, I thought it would go another way completely. Um, but it's just been so much fun. Like, unlike unlike working on anything else in any other medium, um, one thing I have to say is the people who work in games are so fun, are the funnest people I've ever worked with. Like, even, like, like you guys, like the people interviewing me, like about, about gaming, like you guys are fun. And like, you guys love gaming so much. And the the creators love games so much. And it's just such a treat to work with people who love what they do. Um, Yeah. Nice. I I am curious. So you said this was your first time doing motion capture, correct? Yeah. What what is that process like when you're just starting out in in the suits and is it difficult to kind of get in that headspace at first? I mean, yeah, like especially with with people who've done it a million and a half times, <laughs> right? Like uh, you know, like you know, Troy Nolan and, you know, Laura and Travis and Jeff, like they've they've mocapped a whole bunch. And like I show up and I'm like, what is this? Like, like we got we got like a big padded room with like ton of cameras and like a head cam and like mic packs and mic packs and more cameras and like a skin tight suit and all this and and like nothing's left to the imagination, right? Like any little movement I make. Kamala also makes. Um, so there was a lot of learning there, but it wasn't difficult you know like I, I i think i soaked everything up pretty quickly because i had i i really learned from the best like you know people say like oh i learned from the best. but i did like i had troy and nolan and like literally the best and i learned right. from all of them and they were so gracious with like you know like if there was anything i needed to help with like i had just come up to troy and like you know, talk about it and talk about it and talk about it until it was time to go on set. And then like, you know, Sean was also very like giving with his brilliance. And I'm just lucky to have had my pro my first project, like my first mocap project be such an incredible collaborative effort. Are there types of, of game? Is there a, a gaming franchise that you would like to jump into? Honestly, I would, I would have said Marvel if I wasn't already working with Marvel. Like Marvel is Marvel is like tops for me. Very nice. I mean, it, how cool is it then that you're putting your imprint on this character? And, you know, we touched on this a little bit before, but, you know, for fans that this is their first real big exposure uh, to Kamala, is it cool that that your interpretation could be what's setting the bar here going forward? Oh yeah. Oh, so cool. Uh, (laughs) and I think it's, it's really an honor that, you know, my interpretation of her could be setting an imprint when I relate to her so much. And I feel like that's really important. Like if you, if you had somebody who didn't really get her and was like, you know, kind of like didn't care, then it would be kind of weird. Right. But Mm -hmm. like, I really love Kamala. Like she's taught me a lot about life and, and, you know, her morals and the things that she learns in the game 
have have really taught me in my personal life, and um, and it's it's really been an honor uh, to to learn from her and and to kind of like go about my way. Uh, you know, taking, taking her morals with me. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool. What got you into acting at first? What kind of sent you down that track? Let me tell you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Watching TV is like a baby. Uh, (laughs) I, okay. So I used to watch full house a lot when I was like three or two or whatever. And I was like, I want to do that. Like, She's a baby and she's making people laugh and I want to do that. And as soon as I understood what that was, that, you know, that my, my mom would kind of explain to me, like, that's that's called an actor. And, and like, she's not actually Michelle Tanner. That's two people named Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's as soon as I understood what that was. And like, I was a really big fan of Rugrats, too. And so, oh, yeah. I like understanding that like, oh, that's a voice actor, like doing that. And so um, I got really into acting really quickly, like without having access to it, if that makes sense. Like I, you know, like would put on like my own little like performances in my house, like any other like young ham. (laughs) Um, But I, you know, as soon as like kindergarten and elementary and like all school, school, school. I was just like looking for any possible opportunity to perform and to learn about performance, Um, whether it be in the singing capacity or in like drama. Um, And then as soon as I learned that like theater and film was different, I took theater classes and film classes and then like college. And like, I was always a part of some drama club. I was always a part of some Uh, vocal ensemble and I like always tried to learn as much as possible so then like one would make me president and one would make me like head of of some department of like you know some club and then eventually like like after like school I was like groundlings and UCB comedy schools um whatever way that I could learn about acting I tried and I did and I you know it's just been it's been amazing to see myself like come into voice acting this way because the way I did that was taking uh, singing classes and like private, like, you know, singing lessons um, Mm -hmm. with coaches and um, seeing how I could change my voice like for singing is very similar that how I could change my voice for acting and um, how like, say like Kamala could be 11 and she could also be 16 and they could both be played by me. Um, so yeah, a lot of the, like the voice acting stuff came from my singing and like my acting combined. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's how things came together for me, but I feel like moreover, I love it very much. I love acting more than anything in the world and I take it over anything in the world and, I think I think you have to have that for anything, right? Like if you're going to do anything in your life, you got to love it. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Oh yeah. Do you have a piece of advice for that young actor or actress out there that's looking to take those first steps toward the business? Um, I'll tell you what my uncle told me. Um, my uncle Adele was like a very big. Um, my uncle Adel was a very very big push in my life. Um, to do what I loved. And I'll tell you what he told me, which is um, whatever you do, do it as best as you can. Um, 
try as best as you can. Um, and, and whatever you do, like I said, whatever you do, love it with all your heart. Because if you don't love it, then it's time to find something that you do love and that you are willing to work for um, and that you are willing to be your best at. Hope that's helpful. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Sandra, again, I know that, uh, I know that we're a little tight on time here. Uh, tell us again, we, I know that we've got, tell us what you have going on. Tell us about, uh, uh, everything that you have going on, where we can go and find you. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at, um, my Instagram or my Twitter is Sandra Ramsey Sad. That's R-A-M-Z-Y-S-A-A-D. Um, and you can find, yeah, my band is called Eye of the Sun. It's a two-person uh, folk band. And uh, that's just uh, what I'm doing for fun right now. We're recording our album, which should be out next year. Uh, so keep an eye out on that and play the game and have so much fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much again, Sandra, for, for joining us. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, you are amazing. Watch Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much again for joining us and taking the time. Guys, we are going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. Bye. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, thanks to Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels, you'll never miss your favorite teams and players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code BLUEWIRE. Have you heard of DealDash.com? It's the most honest bidding site where you can win things you never expect at a price you'd never believe. They have more than 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every item starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, DealDash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of their other discounts. Go to DealDash.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE or DealDash.fm slash BLUEWIRE. That's DealDash.fm slash BLUEWIRE. And welcome back to Land Parties. Again, it was an absolute pleasure having Sandra on. Dude, she was a lot of fun to talk to. Um, gosh, what an experience, especially as a, you know what I mean, as a young actress uh, and and just getting, you know, coming into the video game world and coming in on such a high note. Like, how does that, I mean, the, the bar is set so high at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I, I my, the first role I played was a dream role. Like, that is amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. I am super, super excited for this. And uh, like you just said, man, what a, a kickstart to your career. And uh, yeah, to get in with a, a Marvel project like this. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Where do you go from here? 
Yeah, yeah. No, that is awesome. Again, Sandra, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, we look forward to, to, to speaking with you again. Uh, but in the meantime, we are going to move forward, guys. This is huge, huge news. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of it already. Uh, but Epic Games uh, has gone and sued Apple and Google over Fortnite being banned uh, off, of the, uh, off of Google Play and, uh, and Apple. Uh, this isn't absolutely, I, I don't know how to feel. I'm so conflicted about this story. Uh, essentially, the gist of it is the fact that Epic Games uh, essentially is putting in, uh, they're basically bypassing the paywall of Apple and Google Play and putting in an in-game uh, uh, way to purchase currency. Epic Games is saying that that way they're doing that because they want to be able to pass those savings onto uh onto the con- uh onto the consumers uh as opposed to it, you know paying essentially the 30% or whatever it is uh for their services. Uh and and Apple and Apple first went and and this is kind of like this is kind of where I feel weird about it uh because and it's kind of funny because uh they went and they produced uh, basically, if you remember the Apple commercial 1984, uh, they basically parried <laughs> this, posted it on social media, uh, and and basically are now saying that Apple are that is that big conglomerate, which they are. They are absolutely huge. Like Epic Games, you know what I mean? To have the confidence enough to try to take on, you know, big Apple and, and big Google, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's like, I get it. Although I, I do feel like this was kind of, you know, I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, just because it's really bringing the this is like two three big boys fighting it out and they're kind of bringing in the public uh to kind of villainize uh you know the other corporations when really to me this boils down to money uh and 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 it always boils down uh to money who's getting paid how they're getting paid now now uh uh Sweeney went and said that you know the their their official statement is that they want to pass those savings on uh, you know, kind of staying within that realm of, you know, the same reason that they didn't go with the uh, steam because uh, of this and that. Uh, but I don't know that, you know, I, I kind of feel like there there's a reason that they're making these decisions and that they're doing this and making these plays. And I don't know that we know what the end game is, because I can't imagine it's about, look, I really want to fight for for the consumers to save. It's like, I'm sorry, but you're a big corporation talking about another big corporation. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on, buddy. I wasn't born yesterday. All right. <laughs> so, you know, to be like, this is absolutely bonkers uh that this is going on i'm definitely keeping my eyes on this uh because this could be uh you know it'll be interesting to see uh what comes from it yeah you know it's crazy too because uh just yesterday epic announced that apple will terminate all their developer accounts and cut epic off from ios and mac development tools on august 28th and so they're trying to ask the court to step in uh for this and so like it's just getting way more crazy than i ever thought something like this would get you're right these these are three big giant companies that are now trying to throw haymakers at each other and i don't know what's going to happen i'm not a legal expert but oh my goodness this has whatever way this lands it has huge ramifications obviously going forward and i don't even know what the heck's going to happen this is a spicy one. This is definitely a spicy one because I I, I think you're right. I think the uh, future implications as far as what kind of precedent uh, this basically sets. Again, I have a feeling that 
Epic might not have a leg to stand on simply on the fact that they signed into these contracts with Apple. So essentially, you know what I mean? It sounds like they're trying to get around the contract that they they you know, got into a contract with initially saying that these are the terms and it sounds like they're really just trying to get a better deal out of it. They realize that it's not going to go anywhere, but maybe this will be enough pressure to to force these companies to maybe say lower the rates. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could see that really being more of the play other than, you know, we want, we should be able to do this. The, uh, there's another interesting thing, thing too, is that within those eco structures, there are other companies such as like McDonald's, uh, and, and some, uh, uh other fast food joints. And, and it basically is like food and, and something else that is exempt and they can sell within their own ecosystem. Uh, so I'm curious to see, you know what I mean? Like, how that works exactly and what that looks like. I haven't had time to research uh, that aspect of it, but that definitely makes me think it's like interesting. So certain industries, you know, they can bypass that, that paywall. Uh, but the gaming industry are, are, you know, heavily uh, held behind that paywall. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what that, uh, what that's all about. Yeah, I must say, as if 2020 couldn't get any crazier, (laughs) we now have this giant showdown. And (laughs) I don't know, maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention to the tea leaves on this. But when this all started to go down, I just sat there going, wait, what? (laughs) Right. Like, right. it, it just, I don't know, obviously, clearly from that ad that Epic did uh, parodying Apple's old ad, they had thought about this and planned this out for a little while. But my goodness, this just seemed to come out of nowhere relatively quickly. And I mean, I'm fascinated to watch from the sidelines, but I don't even know what the best outcome is right now. Like, I, I don't under, I don't know enough about all the moving pieces to know if uh, what would be good and bad for the industry going forward. Yeah, no, and, and I feel the exact same way. It's hard to see because again, there's a lot of stuff that happens on the back end too that we don't get to see as the public. So you know, what I mean, we're we're fed whatever information that we're fed on a public level, but there's a lot of stuff that's happening on the back end uh, that we don't know about. So this is just definitely one to watch uh, and and see how these you know this is a heavy this is a heavyweight bout right here is what it is so I'm curious to see how it all shakes down how it plays out and and what ultimately the uh, the results are uh, I did want to touch on for a second uh, we now know where the big boys the big boys in <laughs> streaming are we've got doc over on YouTube, Shroud and Ninja back on Twitch. Tell me your thoughts, Lucas. You know, I'm a little surprised about Ninja just because he was testing the waters with YouTube. Uh, so I, I guess it, it surprised me a little bit that he went back to Twitch. Um, it's it's pretty interesting, though, because, you know, we had talked about with uh, Overflow about, you know, what would be happen if somebody like Ninja tried to form their own platform and, you know, maybe the work, the amount of work was just too much to really put that in. Or maybe he's doing that behind the scenes. You never know with these things. But uh, out of the three, Ninja surprised me the most. Yeah, I, you know, I was kind of I was a little surprised about Shroud. Um, I thought maybe YouTube would try to make a play for him. Maybe they didn't see the value or maybe Shroud had already made up his mind. I know that, you know, again, now you got these these stat wars going because they've all re kicked off their uh, their streams again. So they're having huge, huge numbers. I are talking like I think uh, they're in like 300,000 concurrent viewers. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, I mean, just think about how many 
eyeballs that are uh, coming to your platform, coming back. They're going to be able to then get uh, uh, steady revenue again. I saw that Ninja, uh, he got reaffiliated or he got his affiliation back. He said, look, guys, I I, I got affiliate. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know. It's weird. Again, because like. I guess, and again, I, I don't really have a, uh, I guess I do have a preference, uh, but I don't really use uh, YouTube gaming that much. So I haven't really checked that. And again, I didn't watch uh, Doc all that much, but I, I, you know, that dude's funny. I think he's a funny character. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really gone and watched anything over on YouTube, seeing if it's still the same thing. I mean, again, he's saying that he doesn't know anything about why he got banned in the first place. I imagine there's all kinds of back end stuff that's happening on that side uh legal legal wise because again people think well why don't we know why he's banned or this and that they've got to tell us it's like no they don't and like i'm pretty <laughs> sure that I don't, I don't think that is public information like they can tell you what they want to tell you uh but uh, they don't have to tell you anything they are not obligated to tell the public what is going on so you know we may never know what actually is going on with that we know though at least for now that it wasn't serious enough to, I guess, you know, tarnish him from being able to go to another platform and and stream on another platform. So whatever happened, I mm, it's a mystery. What I do find interesting is, you know, when Ninja was kind of flirting with YouTube, so YouTube mm-hmm. could have potentially grabbed two of those three. So it, it makes me curious on what swayed Ninja back to Twitch. Um, just curious, right? Because they could have had two of the three big ones, big free agents out there. Right. Well, the other thing, too, is that, you know, again, they ha- he hasn't said anything about a contract being announced. And mm-hmm. I-, I feel like usually by now, I mean, I guess even with Shroud, like we heard, you know, he's back. I don't and I'm assuming he's automatically partnered back uh, with them, uh, but they haven't talked about any kind of contract or money. And I feel like you usually hear about, oh, this person got a huge contract. So it's kind of interesting that nobody has said anything about uh, about any of that kind of stuff. They're just right now the hype train is on the fact that they're back. Uh, we'll see what the numbers look like here in the next month or so uh, when you know what I mean. And and um, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like especially with so much so much coming out and, and like Fall Guys even and stuff like that. I know Fall Guys uh, over on Twitch has been putting up some big uh, some numbers. That's a fun game. I played it here this past Friday. I had a ton of fun playing it. Uh, you know, that was, that was cool, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, that stuff shakes out. So, you know, and I will say this, just, just a quick note. I'm sure people are probably wondering why we didn't bring up Halo Infinite's delay last episode. It's because the news dropped right after we recorded the episode. So come on, Microsoft. (laughs) Yeah. The time you you could have, all you had to do was be a day earlier. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. So yes, that was. (laughs) It's funny because I saw that post and I was like, oh no, come on, man. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) it's like, well, all right, there goes that. And I, I'm, I'm predicting it now. It's only a matter of time before. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, what is it? Um, 2077. Why can't I think of the name? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Punk rock. Why am I thinking punk rock? Cyberpunk uh, 2077. I can imagine. I, I'm waiting for that announcement for them being delayed till don't, 2021. Don't say that, man. Don't say that. I did. That. I'm sorry. Don't. I knocked on wood, though. I knocked on wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think it's going to happen. If this happens right, I am blaming you. I am coming right to you. I'm this sorry. Is, this is all on you. No, no. Oh, my gosh. I should have kept that energy to myself. My bad. You're right. 
you're right. I'm terrible. That was terrible. Uh, anyway, man, like, yeah, this was this was a fantastic episode. Really quickly, though, I want to go over. I know that some of you guys, we do and we can see uh, some of the reviews. We see that you guys have been reviewing. We really uh, appreciate it here on our end. Um, I know that we had Dren Wheels. Dren Wheels of the 1130 podcast says, I think I might go with the new Xbox dope podcast. Thank you, Dren Wheels. We appreciate it. Uh, and then we had, uh, I could, or I love this guy. Nice job guys. Xbox, by the way, that's by, uh, Gooch H three, six, seven, seven, five, eight. Uh, so, you know, again, we appreciate, uh, you guys dropping reviews down. We're glad that you guys are enjoying the content. Uh, we are enjoying making it, uh, you know what I mean? We've been, it's just been absolutely fantastic. So we're going to continue getting the great guests. Uh, we'd love to be able to communicate more with you guys. So make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Land Party Pods, uh, or you can hit up Lucas, uh, Lucas Egan on Twitter or myself, Smitty2447 on uh, Twitter as well or other socials. Uh, so again, uh, thank you guys. Lucas, what do you have going on uh, here this next week, buddy? Man, I I am torn because I when you mentioned Spider-Man the other week, it made me really want to jump into that game. Uh, it seems like it's right up our alley. So I kind of want to just dive into Spider-Man now. What about yourself? Nice uh, that, you know, that's all my, so it's funny because I totally tried to uh, uh, I put on I turned on I reinstalled Metal Gear Solid five because I had to finish it before the PS five comes out. I have a I have a bet going on for charity, uh, but uh, I'm supposed to beat it before the PS five comes out. So I went and I tried I, I tried it the other night and I it was really late as it was. And then like I messed up the mission and like I didn't have another chance. I was just like it was a mess. It was a mess. So it's going to take a little longer for me to get back into the groove of that game than I realized. But I think I'm focusing on that i'm back on mishmash tv here on twitch uh on uh actually today when uh uh land parties drops uh i will be playing detroit become human we are on part four of my playthrough for that so yeah other than that man just chilling out just how, doing how are you liking detroit so far I love that game. I can't believe it's only been now that I've started playing it. I didn't want to. I knew I was going to wait on it uh, from the get go. So I didn't watch any streams or anything like that. Uh, I, I This is literally my first blind playthrough of it. I'm enjoying it. It feels almost like the old uh, for us old time folks. Uh, it almost feels like, uh, you know, the old books that like the choose your adventure books where like you get to the end of the page and jump to the page. Like that's what it feels like. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun gorgeous too the graphics are absolutely gorgeous very nice you know i actually have not played that one i've always wanted to and i'd always thought i'd get around to it so i had never watched anything with it either so one of these Mm -hmm. days i should jump on that and and just go in blind i highly recommend it i highly recommend it my friend but that is gonna do it today for us here at land parties again guys thank you so much for joining us we hope you guys have a great rest of your week And you know what it is. We love your faces. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than bet online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, 
Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts.